This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we bless you, worship you, glorify you as we commend this service unto the mighty hand. We welcome your presence this morning. That by reason of this message, Father, let your fire of revival, fire of love, fire of unity, fire of peace, fire of progress and success locate your children. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The message is titled Heavenly Refinery. Heavenly Refinery. We are taking a message from the book of Isaiah, chapter 48, verse 10. And I'll read. Behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. We are refined through the furnace of affliction. Life is not a game of chance. Life is not a bed of roses. Life is not a place of trial and error. Life is a journey of serious business. The Almighty God that created this earth took time to create the earth. Everything he created day by day, he created and he saw that it was what? Good. He took time to plan, execute, enforce his vision for this earth. And when he sent his son, he caused the life of his son, he caused his blood, he caused him his dignity, he caused him his immortality he became a human being despised much crucified painful crucifixion you and i is because the journey of this world is a serious business the journey of life is a serious business unfortunately human beings are living life anyhow with a vision Without asking for why they were created. They just live life anyhow. If it took our time to plan. And put in place. This earth. Where we are living. Why will you think. That you are just created to survive. Without a vision. You just live life anyhow. No. You are not called to live life anyhow. Going through the journey of life unprepared can cause one a great harm. If you live life without preparation, can cause one a great harm. In fact, John chapter 14 talks about that they even die without the wisdom of God. Without tapping into that wisdom. Without exercising wisdom. Without exercising the greatness God has planted in them on earth. And for you to tap, for you to explode, for you to prevail on this earth, you must be refined. For you to be who the Lord wants you to be, you must be refined. That's why we have believers and unbelievers. Unbelievers are those who do not want to be refined. They want to live life the way they believe that is the way life is all about. Then we have believers. But even amongst the believers, we still have unbelievers in the midst of believers. Yes, the prophet that Jesus Christ is Lord and savior but secretly they do things that does not show that jesus christ is lord and savior over their lives yes they profess that jesus is lord and savior 
they're believers but spiritually it's recorded that they are worse than unbelievers natural journey of life you come across potholes you come across traffic jams at times you miss your wheels you turn around again you come across attacks on the way by robbers by kidnappers by one chance by blood tasty and blood sucking agents one comes across spiritual attacks at times one must always be prepared when traveling physically there are times you, you cannot get to your destination that day there are times you even sleep on the road due to situations beyond your control life is about preparation physically spiritually life is equally more of preparation in the spiritual journey of life there are powers that are having sleepless nights to hinder one from getting to his or her destinations powers that say no 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 we'll not allow this and most often you see people agreeing with these powers powers that come to remove control people's mind not to see the truth not to believe in the truth powers are sent to kill and destroy destiny so that they don't get to where god is taking them to i prophesy this morning that you will surely get to your destinations in jesus name Amen. you end where this year in jesus name Amen. life is not about potential talents alone it's about how well are these potentials developed i have this i have this i have this i have this gift you might have those gifts you see diaper i see wonderful gifts but they can't feed themselves. They are still at the mercy of people. Unrefined potentials can cause one great deal of problems. When you have potentials and you refuse to allow God to refine them, instead of being a blessing, it becomes a cause. No matter how the quantity of crude oil you have, if it's not refined, you won't get anything out of it. People spend hours money investing to get gold from gold mines. When it is brought out, it must be refined before it can attract or bring in enough money. People of the world train their staff for maximum performance because no one wants his business to collapse. When you leave your business in the hands of untrained workers, the business will collapse. Seminars are organized. Courses are organized. Retreats are organized in the world. People spend money at times foreign trainings are arranged. So if people of the world who invest such time to organize their businesses, what about the kingdom of God? You think that God just can pick anybody and use that person anyhow without training? No, it's not possible. It's not possible. The Lord equally does not want his business on earth to collapse. So he invests so much in training his children. He invests so much in training them. Come with me to the book of Acts, chapter 1. He spends so much in training. He keep on training. That's what he says, study to show yourself approved unto God. You must keep on studying. Because that is part of the process of training. He needs to relate with you one-on-one. -on -one. He needs to use other men of God to train you. Acts chapter 1, verse 3 to 8. He said, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of god and being assembled together with them commanded them that they should not depart from jerusalem they were for the promise of the father which said he you have heard of me the john truly baptized with water they shall be baptized with the holy spirit 
not many days from hence. When they, therefore, we are come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father had put in his own power. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. They asked him, Is it time for you to hand over the power unto us to rule kings and queens everywhere? He said, that is not the kind of kingdom I'm talking about. But I'm going to raise an unction to refine you. An unction that will refine your thoughts. An unction that will refine your spirit, your mind, your life. For you to see things the way I see. You hear the way I hear. Do things the way I do. For you to focus on things of the kingdom and not things of the world. An unction that will refine you. He released an unction to refine them. Can you come with me to the book of First John chapter 2? John chapter 2, verse 2, it says, But you have an auction from the Holy One, and you shall know all things. Verse 27. But the anointing which you have received of him abided in you. I'm going to send anointing upon you, and you need not that any man teach you. No man will teach you, but this anointing will refine and teach you. But that same anointing teaches you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie. And even as he has taught you, you shall abide in him. This anointing will open up a lot of things to you. This anointing will be your teacher. This anointing will refine you. This anointing will make you who I want you to be. This anointing will not lie to you. Even as this anointing teaches you and you hold on to this anointing, you will get to your promised land. He raised teachers to teach us. Hebrews 13, verse 7. He said, remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Remember those he has sent to refine you. Verse 17. Obey them that have the rule over you, and submit yourself for the watch for your souls, as they that must give accounts, that they may do it with joy, and not with grief, but that's unprofitable for you. The Lord does not want his business on earth to fail. So he invests so much in training his children. He uses his ministers, his prophets. He equally uses by direct impartation. And that's why he say you must always have a mentor in life. A mentor he will always use to refine you. He raised kings in Israel. He raised prophets that he will use to refine and make them work in obedience. Those who believed and walked in agreement with their prophet ended well. Those who were angry that their prophets never allowed them to do what they want to do, kill their prophets, will know how they ended. It's still happening today. So many people in the church are not happy with their pastors. Why? Because pastors will always tell them the truth about their life. Why would pastor interfere in my life? He's not interfering. It's the message God has given to him for you. All over the world, it's still happening. So many pastors, I don't want problem. They'll keep quiet. They won't say anything. It's still very risky. But when God gives you a message for someone, you don't give her that message, and anything happens to that person, the blood of that person is upon your head as a pastor. 
We are put to say, those kings are wicked. How could a king, the prophet God, put for them? You are still doing that today. You don't have to be a king to do that. At your level, you are still doing killing those prophets. When you despise, mock, betray them, run them down, because they give you, they told you, the ways they're going is wrong. They become your enemies. You form groups to discuss about them, to bring them down. You are worse than those kings that killed the prophet God rest for them. You must have a mentor in life. Every king had a mentor God kept by their side to mentor them, to refine them. David will always submit. When the man of God says, you have gone wrong, they say, he will say, how do I go out of this mess? He begins to cry. Some saw their prophets as their father. My father, my father, the child of Israel, the horsemen thereof. And the poor God worked for them. Some saw their prophets as the enemies. So many churches, you have political parties in control of those churches. Struggling for supremacy in the church, the group that the pastor will always listen to. If the pastor is not listening to that group, ah, fire! The pastor must be impeached and removed from office. If it's a branch pastor, petition to headquarters. Why? Because human beings have not subjected themselves to heavenly refinery. To be refined. Many do not want to be refined. Today all over the world, many are rejecting the voice of God and doing it their own way. The Lord will already say, say, the problem of this world is that they don't want to hear my voice. Today many in the body of Christ are embracing the God of Mammon at an alarming rate. Today there are marks of distinction between the new generation successful pastors and the old generation pastors. They ascribe success the way they want it to be and look like to themselves. Success in life and ministry now tied to the designs. How big the church is. The designs of the building. Success in ministry and life is no longer tied to or measured in righteousness. It's no longer measured through holiness. It's no longer measured through godliness. Heavenly refinery. You must have a mentor. God appointed to refine you. You don't get it by moving from one church to the other. There must be that man of God. We want to go north. He said, don't go north. Go south. You say, yes, my father has spoken. There must be that man of God. Your father, you don't need permission to come. You can come at any time because your children do not need permission to knock or enter your bedroom. Most of them do not even knock. They enter. You must have that mentor. You can relate with at any time. Karako Mahire You must have that mentor. God has position for you. Because for a purpose for you to be refined and make it at the end in Jesus' name. Amen. Many forget that no matter your wealth, your affluence, connection on earth, Without Christ, it amounts to simply vanity upon what? Vanity. The truth still remains that if heaven failed to refine you, one will end up being a product and tenant of hell. Today, many are serving the God of mammon. I pray that will never be a portion in Jesus' name. Amen. For God to use in life or ministry, he must first of all refine you. He can use anybody, but there is a process. You must go through. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse. Read from verse 26. For you see your calling brethren. Had not many wise men. After the flesh. Not mighty. Not many noble are called. 
But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confirm the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confirm the things which are mighty. And the best things of the world and things which are despised have God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are. He has chosen foolish things of the world to confirm the wise, choosing weak things of the world to confirm the mighty. For God to use Saul, what did he do? He gave Saul a new spirit. He refined Saul. And when Saul turned to go, God gave me a new what? Spirit. He gave me a new spirit to remove foolishness from him, to remove weakness from him. Unfortunately, King Saul went and collected back the evil garment God removed from him and died a foolish man and a weak man. God will not use foolish people. He can pick up a foolish person, but he will refine that person. He will refine that person. He's not interested in your ability. He's only interested in your availability. He's not interested in your strength. He's interested in your availability. Make yourself available. He will pick you, whether you're nobody, whether you're nowhere, whether you're foolish, who they say you are, he will pick you, he will turn you around and use you to achieve his purpose. But he will not use you at that level of foolishness. Twelve disciples, he used them. Turn, clean them up, refine them, refine their thoughts to begin to think the way he thinks, see things the way he sees, what the way he walks, and use them to enforce his purpose on this earth called Christianity. Before crucifixion, Peter denied him three times. But when he released the unction of purification, when they were gathered together in Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 4, and the fire, the unction of refining came upon them. After that, Peter preached a crusade that won 3,000 souls. He publicly accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And he won 3,000 souls. But before he was refined, he denied Christ. God will never use you in your foolishness and in your weaknesses. God will always choose the foolish things and refine them for his use. For God to use you, you must submit yourself to his training and refining. Heaven must refine you first. Samson refused to be refined and his ministry was short-lived. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were refined through affliction, obedience, and faith in God. Heavenly refinery means being disciplined. Discipline must affect your character positively. It must be seen in your character. Our appetite must be disciplined. Discipline must affect our patience in the area of self-control, in the area of our sexual desires, in the area of our knowledge, and handling money. Many think that money is everything. And money has destroyed because prosperity rules what? A fool. Joseph had a dream of greatness. And because he was disciplined in faith, in patience and in obedience, he triumphed and inherited the throne. He was disciplined. That's why he held on to that faith. Walked in obedience. If you're not disciplined in life, you will always give up. If you're not disciplined in ministry, you will always give up. You need to be disciplined for you to run the race of life. For you to operate in the gift of faith, you must be disciplined. If you are not disciplined, I have faith. One breath, you will be uprooted out of your place of blessing. If you are not disciplined, you will slap your boss and lose that job. And start home for two, three, four years before you get another job. You say, I have man of God that will pray and I get another job. And when, when that man of God prays, you don't get another job. Then you turn around to release the serpentine tongue again on the man of God. Under heavenly refinery, you must go through the pit of rejection. Joseph found himself in the pit. 
The demands of heavenly refinery is that you must find yourself in the pit too. Spiritual pit of life. Pit of rejection. Pit of mockery. Pit of despisement. Betrayal. You must be rejected by family members, by friends, associates, loved ones. Joseph was rejected, despised, betrayed. By the brethren, he went to offer help. He went to help them. He went to give them full supply. One of the aspects of our preparation is that we will always have people who will pay us evil in exchange for our good deeds unto them. If we don't expect everybody, if you do 100% good today, you expect you get 100% goodness from the same people. No. He will use them to show appreciation. Rather, he will use another source to reward you. In Potiphar's house, Joseph learned to control his sexual appetite. We must not allow five minutes' pleasure to deny us the life of glory the Lord has done for us. In prison, Joseph helped interpret dreams of others. There are people God has ordained for you to help in life. And there are people God has ordained that will help you in future. Don't expect instant reward from people. Otherwise, bitterness and resentfulness will take over your heart. You see, I have this man. He forgot me. He didn't do it. He didn't even come to tell me thank you for the prayer. I prayed. The money I gave him for transport the other day, he didn't come. The food I gave to him. And so, if they don't come, ignore them. Move on. It's not mandatory. But it's necessary. But if that's the way they want to take it, leave them. Be focused. Otherwise, resentfulness will come. Bitterness will take over your mind. Unforgiveness will come because there must always be offense in life. Allow God to reward you in his own special way. Do not be worried in wedding, for you shall reap if you faint not. The butler was restored, but he forgot Joseph. In the journey of life, people are always quick in forgetting the good done to them. Don't grieve over those who ignore or betray you in life. God has a way of turning around things. I'm making it to come and bow before you later on. It happened to Joseph. They came and bowed. Our minds and hearts must be disciplined. In our offices, families, homes, we have relations, we have colleagues, we have friends that will always offend us. We have not stopped being their friends. We have not stopped being members of that family. We have not stopped going to work because we offended. Because our boss spoke to us the way we didn't want family members insulted our friends, despised us. We have not stopped having a relationship with them. When we are sick, we didn't wait for our boss to call us. We didn't wait for them to look for us. Rather, we called and told them about our situations. We never complained that our boss didn't look for us. Our school, we are flogged by our teachers. We didn't stop going to school. Lecturers turned back our projects. Rubbished us, spoke to us anyhow. We didn't drop out from school. We are not offended. We are still asking them for mercy. But for us, we feel bad. Can you imagine they didn't call me for how many days? Pastor didn't call in ask of me. Members didn't call in ask. Do you know what the pastor is going Do you know what the members are going through too? Do you think you're the only one that have issues? No, you're not the only one. There are so many people. There are people that your case is like ice cream compared to their own. So the pastor, the workers are focusing on those areas for them to be alive. Don't hold anything against anybody. We can easily miss church, but we don't miss our lectures and work. They think that they're doing it for the church or the family. No, it's your relationship with God. That means 
the process of refining you is not working. There are things we say God will understand. I want you to understand. God will never understand those things. As long as your natural boss will not understand, as long as your teacher will not understand, your family member will not understand, God will not understand it too. You think that if I'm afraid of my boss, I don't need to go to work late. He will fire me. What about him that can kill the soul and the body? Yes. Your natural boss can fire, but you can get another job. But if Jesus fires you out of this earth, but you reverend and fear that boss more than God, man of God will never be angry with you. Because man of God is running his race, you are running your own. You have just allowed the devil to deceive you to score cheap points goal against the person. You are corrected in the church and you stop going to church. You don't want to be a member of the church again. They preach a message in the church. It is me, pastor, is talking about. In fact, this pastor. No, 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 no. Message is not about you. It's about everybody, including the pastor. As message is like a mirror. As it's coming, you look at the area that affects you and you correct that area. You look at the area that affects you, you pick it and correct. Look at the area that affects you. From the pulpit, it affects everybody. It's not about any particular person. It's about everybody. We still have chance, fire that in our minds. About people who don't call us. We open our fire, we lock them up in our minds. When we see them, the charm and fire we have created in our mind open up like computer. It comes out from where you have studied. And then the thing begins to jump. This wicked sister, wicked brother. When you get to your turn, I will not call you to. And that sister brother is not even thinking about that thing. It's, you begin to open up cans of worms. Why? Because our minds are not refined. Our minds are not what? Refined. If our minds are refined, we will know that law covereth what? Of sin. Let us agree that that brother and sister have sinned, but the love of God in us have covered that sin. That will not count it for that brother or that sister. Let us agree that brother or sister have sinned, but if we are refined, the love of God in us will not count it for that brother or for that sister. We move along, and then we will overcome the devil. Our minds must be refined this 2020. Amen. The church is the gate of heaven. The church is the house of God. And the man assigned to refine us is the man of God. Our service done to God must be embedded in the fear of the Lord, in honor and respect unto the Lord. Any man or woman that refuses to be refined by the Lord will expire on this earth. When God refines Saul, Saul started become popular, started moving, doing well, victory upon victory. But when he dropped that garment and took the old man back into his life. He ended badly. I pray we'll never expand this journey of life in Jesus' name. Amen. We must avoid things that make no eternal mark. There are things that make no eternal mark, things that we don't even need at all in heaven. Don't allow those things to control you. The book of First Timothy chapter 6, I'm reading from verse 10. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which why some coveted after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many what? Sorrows. The love of money is the root of all evil. People who are after this money, who chase this money, by all means, have fallen away from the grace of faith. Whatever it costs us to have this money, killing human beings, blood sacrifice, we are ready. They have lost salvation. I mean, they have erred from the faith. 
they have sold their salvation to the devil and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. They have collected the sorrow of hell. Collected the sorrow of hell. But thou, O man of God, flew these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness. Run away from these things. Run away from the love of money. Verse 20. Run away from the love of money. O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings, an operation of science, falsely so-called babblings. Want to use science to understand Christianity. In everything, must be balanced in science. So you want to balance everything in Christianity. Holy Spirit gives you direction. You say, I want to balance it. Justification, spirit of justification. That's what he's talking about. You're already justifying your actions. Justifying what you do. How old are you? Mesla age has nothing to do with wisdom. The people God has given this wisdom, you listen to them. Don't use the wisdom of science. When you have been told, corrected, rebooked, trained, you're arguing. We must be careful of money. Prosperity is good, but if it's not properly handled, rules a fool. There's a different view being in control of money and money being in control of you. There are two big differences. It's either you're in control of money or money is in control of you. Money makes one at times to be on top of the world. Money at times shuts off one's eyes, ears, mind away from God. If they're telling things, you're not listening to anybody. That you want to do, you have arrived. You can never even buy the pastor if it's for sale. You can single-handedly build a church and become God of the church. Because you brought money to build the church, then you are pastor must do your bidding. Anything you say, pastor must do it. Because you are not God. There is still plenty of work to do if you have money. Building a church is a small thing. Build another world. You can create another world as God. Then nobody will talk to you again. Because you built a church, nobody can talk to you. Because if you have arrived, nobody can talk to you again. You are such a humble brother when there was no money. A brother will always listen to messages. But now there is money. You can no longer listen to thoughts, said the Lord. When the man who talks to you, you get angry. You get angry. Why must he talk to me this way? Does he know who I am? Yes. He knew who you were when you were coming here initially. And he still knows who you are spiritually. And that's why God is revealing things to him. So that you won't go the wrong way. But you who claim you know yourself know nothing. Because you don't know that that thing is trying to draw you away is the pit that wants to swallow you. If you know something, you will listen to him. People get offended. Money can corrupt. Many ministries and ministers and children of God are corrupted today. The love of money. Three Hebrew boys, they say, bow to this graven image. They say, I will never bow to any graven image. They say, we don't even need to think about it. Let me tell you what we'll do now, Chief Nebuchadnezzar. I will not bow to this. Even if this God failed to deliver us, ready to die for Christ. In life, our assignment, calling, vision determines our direction. Why must you go to hell? Because people are going to hell. It can only happen because one has refused to allow heaven refine his or her destiny. We must not follow the crowd. We must do what is scriptural. We must follow the spirit of God. Our success is tied to obedience to God and to his prophets. Who are the group that God cannot refine? 
Those who refuse to live a life of separation, evil communication corrupts what? Good man. See, I'm a social Christian. There's nothing like social Christian. The word of God makes it clear that he that is not with me is who? Against me. He that does not gather with me does what? Scattered. There's nothing like social Christian. It's very clear. For or against. Gatherers or scatterers. There's nothing like being on the middle. You know, I'm using wisdom to, to win over my old friends. Mm-mm. There's nothing like using wisdom. Because trying to win them over, before you know, you begin to drink beer you left five years ago. Before you know, you drop your Bible. One day you go to see them again. You don't see your Bible again. But sliding has taken over. Evil communication corrupts good manners. Be you separated from them. You must separate from them. Every level has its own level. And crowd. When you are in the world, okay, no problem. All of you are worldly. Now there is separation. The spirit in you is different from the spirit in them. If they do part, you'll be the first to land there. You say, no, they are my old time friends. You say, in the midst of people who are smoking and drinking. And saying all kinds of terrible things. He says, my friend, that's why I attended his party. No? Wish them well. Find time to visit them. Avoid being in, in, their, in their midst. If they are family friends. You must give God your time. If you do not give God your time, it will not be easy to refine you. Life and ministry require time for Christ. You must have time to stay away from food. Uh-huh. Fasting is important for spiritual growth. It's important for spiritual increase. It's important for communication with God. Every time must not be food, food, food. But eat food to stay alive. Not food to control you. Friendship with the world is what? Enemy with God. Those friends. They are terrible friends. Some of us have. You don't hear any godly thing from their mouth. It's ungodly. But you bewitch you. Good thing they ascribe it to witchcraft. You won't say, oh, but you are a child of God. That is why this thing is happening. That they say you bewitch you. You are doing what they say you bewitch. See this monkey head. He said, I'm a childhood friend. If you see with all the anointing you have, the next thing, this monkey head, he said, be man of God. You laugh. Truly, he has transformed monkey head into your head. He has laid hand. He's not supposed to touch your head. Because you're always in their midst. Learn to separate yourself. There are ones, the Lord might lead you if you pray. Say, lead this one. Pray for this one. You can be praying for them, amen? But not for you to be in their midst so that they don't draw you back. You must take our time away from TV. TV kills. You come back to the... You say you don't have time to do your homework... You bet you have time to watch TV. Time away from money. <laughs> Some people pursue money. Pursue money. In fact, money you see them begin to run. If you allow them, on Sunday they go to work. Take it easy. There is time for everything. Have time for God. Knowing to give God time. Not every time busy, busy. Work, work, work. work. Especially businessmen. They sit and they plan how much they will make in a week. If we go to church, the thing will shut. No. So the pastor is talking now. The pastor is talking his own. Nobody can stop me. He begins to fight in his mind, though, with pastor. We must take our time. You must keep our pleasures of the world. You must keep it away. Pleasures of the world are not for us. Our kingdom assignment does not permit us to fit into these worldly provisions. We cannot fit into what every ordinary person does on earth. We can we are of a different kingdom. We are separated and called unto his majesty's service. Every earthly race you find in this world requires speed to take the trophy. 
required to be number one. It requires speed. But it is only the heavenly race that requires patience. The heavenly race requires obedience. The heavenly race requires faith. By your heads. We have had the word of God this morning. We need to talk to the Lord. But I have the award. I want your spirit to pass through me. I need your heavenly refinery to work in my life, work in my spirits. I've had the message, Lord, I want this message. So begin to reorganize my life, my destiny for this 2020. I need your spirit to refine me, refine my mind, refine my spirit, my soul, my body. In all areas of offended. I've had the message. And I promise to amend where I have blown it. Every area I've gone wrong, I repent. And I promise to make amendments. Father, help me. Friendship with the world is an enmity with you. I reject the world. I reject the pleasure of the world. I embrace and hold on to you. To your blessings upon my life. Father, help me. Father, we need you. Second by second, we need you. Minute by minute, we need you. Hour by hour, we need you. Day by day, we need you. We cannot help ourselves. That's why we call upon you, this woman, Lord. We need you. We ask for your spirit to take over, to refine us, our spirit, our soul, our body, our minds. From the crown of our head to the soles of our feet. For us to be who you want us to be. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awoni Yelemo Street, Ajao Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or regiaradio.com. For prayer and counseling, please call plus 234-703-668-7445. May God richly bless you.